All right, let's begin from the top of Dav Mem Dalet Amad Aleph. We'll begin from the Mishnah. He viewed the fun of Maliach Tchila. They bring to him, they have a person who is sitting down to a suda, to a meal. They bring to him the salty food first, upas imay, and then bread together with that. Mavarich al Maliach, he makes the blessing on the salty food first, upaiter as a pas, and that goes ahead and exempts the blessing of the pas. Why? Shapas tfilalai. Since we hear the Maliach, this salty food is the main part of the meal, and the bread is only. The, uh, the the secondary the part of the meal, so it you don't have to make a brach on that. This is the general rule. If you have something that's a primary you know, item for your meal and something that's secondary, then you make the bracha, you make the blessing on the thing which is primary, and it exempts the thing which comes along with the primary food. Now, the Gemara asks, is there such a thing that you can have a salty food, which is the main part? Which is the main food for your meal, past fela, and the bread, which is normally the primary food, is going to be the secondary food. It's referring to where this fellow was eating these peris, these fruits of Ginoisar. Ginoisar was a tferio, which the Gemara in Kedushin, I believe it is, says that Ginoisar is a tferio. Why? I'm sorry. Um, uh, it's also another thing for Kinneret. The Kinneret, right. Yeah. Zukinar, why is that? Because the fruits that are grown there are as sweet like a harp. And kinar is means a harp. Okay? So now the idea is like this, that these foods, these fruits were exceptionally uh, sweet, and they needed salt to be eaten together with them. So this is what the Mishnah is referring to when it says that these salty foods were brought before him. And that's why that's the primary focus of the meal right now. That is the main uh, food item here. And that's why the pas, the bread, which... Comes comes along with it that you don't have to make a bracha on. You said, that, you said about every meal, every Shabbos meal we have, the bread's not the acre. Right, so it's not. Well, that's because we're making bread first. This is not talking about Shabbos meal, though. I don't think because there's no. no but it looks like they're both in front of you. Right, I mean, in general, let's say when we it's have still, a meal you have of the bread, in front of you feel the front of Maliach Tchila. They bring him for the. the, the I mean, the idea the is that it came first. Talking late, you're talking about later in the meal that bread. Different, different. It's not a Shabbos meal. The Shabbos meal you have to make a Maltzi. This is a regular meal. Well, it could be also another idea may be that the fact that the bread can be a, a, a um, important part of the meal, not necessarily that you enjoy it as much as the you know as the main course, but it is something that's very important to to, like, to the meal. No, we, we usually covey a meal on bread, but here you're not you don't you don't want the you don't really want the bread so much for its own sake, it's to take the edge off the other food. That's why it's a Right, but what about it's something else? I mean, he's asking something. It's not going to exempt you from the from from benching, whatever. So what's the point? Right, you still have it's, to. Well, I'm going to make a bracha because I might get bracha of at all. Because your if your intention no, is you just. You're not going to make a bracha on the on the pas. No. No, no it doesn't say that. No, listen, that's what the mission says. says. No, the mission says no. You don't. Which you just, just make the blessing on the. Which one you make first? As opposed. No, 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 no. It doesn't say. No pointer as a pas, right? You pointer from saying bracha on the on the bread. Okay, so you're still going to say you're still going to bench though. No, I mean, you, you would, you would only bench. You're going to need a bread. You're going to have to bench. So I don't know. I'm not sure about that. I don't know. Because you didn't make the actual blessing on the bread. You didn't say any blessing. Yeah, I, don't on the bread. I don't even know. It, it doesn't even hear say, well, we don't know if you have to wash or not. If you eat bread right. I mean, we're not discussing. We're not discussing all those different things. We're just talking about the bracha. Probably the bracha before the end. Fine. I'm just looking at Tysus over here. If you look at the top Tysus, he explains, Shamaliach Iker. The salty food is the main part. Right. It's to calm down like the heart. Because it, I guess it gets so excited from this uh, sweetness. So you got you to gotta calm it down with salt. Okay, fine. But that's the idea of what the Gemara is talking about now. Let's see further. Um, 
So we're talking about these exceptionally sweet fruits that need salt to be added to it. Okay. When I would be, when I would go after, when I mean I would follow Rabbi Echanan to uh, when he was eating these pears, when we were tra- when we were following behind him and we were a hundred people, each of us would carry. Ten asara asara, um, which would equal up to a thousand, because it was a hundred people carrying ten each. Bechiavinam be asara, and when we were only ten people following him, then menaktinam le kol chad vachad mea mea, we would each carry a hundred. Bechol mea minayu, and every hundred of us have a machzik luhu tina bar tlosa savi. We would each carry a basket that had in it three so worth v'achlohu, and he would eat it. Umishtaba dleitoim ziyuna. And he would swear that he didn't have any food. He didn't taste anything. Meaning, I guess he, he these things maybe were so sweet that he just yeah, kept eating was, them. Yeah. So he just, after having this uh, thousands of whatever, I don't know how much the, this was over here, that he would eat, he would say after that, oh, I didn't eat anything yet. So it's interesting, just to point out the uh, calculations over here. One saw, we're talking about, um, it's a basket. Each one had a basket of three saw, and there were a hundred of them. So let's see how many that is. Every saw is six kav. Every kav is four lugan. One lug equals to six eggs. Okay, so that ends up totaling that a thousand pairs of ginesar, a thousand of these special uh, you know, fruits, equal to 4,320 eggs worth of fruit. And after he ate all of this, he still didn't feel hungry. He didn't feel full. Okay, so the Gemara asks now, Because the Gemara asks, Ziyunasakadaita? What? Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> so the Gemara asks, "Ziyuna Sakadaitach, do you think that he didn't eat any food? What does that mean? He just had four thousand three hundred twenty eggs worth of this fruit. What does that mean? He didn't eat any food. Ella ima mezoyna. He didn't have any sustenance, meaning he didn't become full from it. Okay. Rebavo achal. Rebavo would eat adahava sharikle dudva meapuse until he would eat so much of these gnoiser fruits until a fly would slip off his forehead from the oil and from the grease that would take, that would come out of his body. They would eat until their hair would fall out. He would eat these until he just went crazy. She says his like his his mind would, would like be blown from this. Rabbi Yechanan said, "Let the Bei Nesia to the Bei Nesia. V'hava Meshader Le Rabbi Yehuda Nesia, but Alushi Abasra Yumaisa Le Debeise. They would go ahead and they would send. Sorry, meaning uh, you have to read this straight. Rabbi Shimon Ben Lakish have a Achal Ad Demarit. Rabbi Shimon Ben Lakish would eat it until he went crazy. V'Amar Lehu Rabbi Yechanan. Rabbi Yechanan would say, "Let the Bei Nesia. He would tell the Bei Nesia. V'hava Meshader Le Rabbi Yehuda Nesia, but Alushi Abasra. And then Rabbi Yehuda would go ahead and send a troop of people after." Uh, him, which was Rishimim ben Lakish, and they would bring him home. He would, he would basically just get drunk and like almost pass out from, from these fruits. Okay. Now the Gemara goes on. Kiyasir of Dimi, when Ravdimi came from Eretz to Babel, Omar, he said like this Ir Achas There was one city that Yane the king had, Baharamelech, in the place called Taris. They would take out every single day. They would collect um, how much is this? Six hundred thousand baskets of tuna, of cut tuna, for the fig cutters in that region. May erev Shabbos, erev Shabbos. These fig cutters would eat six hundred thousand baskets of cut tuna for every week. That was their 
food intake of the week. Kelsa Robin, when Rava came, Omar, he said like this, Elon there was one tree which was at which the king Yanai had, Baharamelch, in the same place of Haramelch, Shahum Bayridin, he would bring down Mimenu Arbam Sogdoizlais, forty saw of pigeons, of hatched pigeons, Mishalish Brichis from three different like broods, three different like grounds of, of hatching, you know, areas, Bachidesh and every month. Uh, when Rav Yitzchak came, there was one city in Eretz Yisrael, in Israel, the Gufnis Shema. Its name was Gufnis, of the, that was the name of the city. There were 80 peers of brothers that were Kahanim. And they were all married to um, 80, 80 peers of sisters who were Kahanis. Okay, so this is 80, you have 80, um, 80 peers, I'm not sure if that's 160, or different to 80, and they were all, each of them was a, was a peer. And it was 40 peers, okay, I'm not sure which one. But, and they were all married to the, uh, the same thing in a, in a kaihanas, in a woman that was a kain. Ubatku Rabbanon, and the Rabbanon went ahead and checked Misura v'ad Narda, from Surah until Narda, v'le'ashchu bar, they didn't find any similar scenarios of having a kain. But you know, a, a peer of Kaihana married to a peer of Kaihanois, meaning a man Kai, two men Kaihanam married to two uh, women Kaihanam sisters. Barami Banti de besides for the daughter of Rebchizda, they have a Nasivon, the Rami Barhama. The daughters of Rebchizda, one of them was married to Rami Barhama, and the other one was married to Lamar Ukva Barhama. So those were two brothers. So the two sisters, meaning the daughters of Rebchizda, were married to, to these two brothers. But Afagab, the Inhu have a even though that they were Kaihanam. In who the in he, I'm sorry, the daughters of Rechizda were Kaihanim, were Kaihanis. Uh, in who the sons of Barhama, those were not of Chama, those were not Kaihanim. Loy have a Kaihani. Okay, meaning so he found a similar case of two brothers married to two sisters, however, only one of them were Kaihanim and the other one were not. Amar Rav, Rav says, Kol by Malach, any meal which does not have salt at it, in a Suda, it's not considered a meal. Amr Rabbi says, Amr Rabbi on the name of Rabbi Yechanan, call Suda Shem by Sarif, or Saraf, in a Suda. Any meal that does not have any soup at it, that's not considered a meal. I guess these are important parts of the meal that consider it to be a meal. Okay, let's see the next Mishnah. A person goes ahead and eats grapes, figs, and pomegranates. He has to go ahead and say these three blessings are referring to the the um, biblical command of saying the Birkas Hamazan, which normally we do it only after after uh, eating bread. Okay, that is the regular Birkas Hamazan that we say. However, we have added on a fourth blessing, plus we have additions at the end of the Harachamans and all that. But from the Torah from the Gemara's times, the Gemara keeps referring to Shalish Brachas, which is the Birkas Hamazan. Divrei Reb Gamliel, this is Reb Gamliel's opinion that one has to say the regular Birkas Hamazan on grapes, figs, and pomegranates. However, the rabbis say, you make one blessing that corresponds to those three, which is an al-mechia. Rabbi Kiva says, even if you eat cooked vegetables, and it fills you up, you go ahead and you make the regular on those cooked vegetables. The Mishnah goes on, if someone drinks water because he is thirsty, then Bavarak Shahakal Niabidvare, he makes the Bracha of Shahakal, Ribtarfan says, Bayri Nafashis, Rabis Vachasraina. Now this is very interesting. Normally we only say this blessing of Bayri Nafashis after we eat a we eat a food that we normally say a shahakal on, or let's say rice, which is mazainas, 
that you say a shah- that you say a bar in the at the end. However, to say the bar in the is in the beginning, this is Rib Tarfan's unique opinion, which is that on water, if you're thirsty, you go ahead and say bar in the is in the beginning. I'm not sure what you would do at the end. I guess maybe you wouldn't say anything. I'm not sure about that. Um, let me see if Rashi says anything. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't see anything on it. Okay, fine. Now the Gemara starts. My time is Reb Gamliel. What is the reason for Reb Gamliel that says that you make a regular Birkas Hamazan on these grapes, figs, and pomegranates? The Chesiv, he says because it says in the pasuk like this. There's going to be three verses over here, all in a row. The first one is Eretz Chito Sa'ira. That was the list of all the seven species of Eretz Yisrael, and it says in there Eretz Chito Sa'ira Gefen Teino Rimon Zeshemen and Vash. And then it says after that Eretz Asher Loi B'Maskeina Is Teichel Balachem. That Eretz Yisrael, Israel is the land that people will eat. They'll eat bread without poverty. And then it says in the third verse, That we will eat, we'll become full, satisfied, and then we'll go ahead and bless Hashem, meaning we'll say the blessing after the food. So we see from here that this pasuk, <coughs> which is that you'll eat, become satisfied, and say the blessing, is going back even on fruits, even on the seven species, which includes grapes, figs, and pomegranates, not just the grains. Okay, Rabbanon, however, the rabbis would say that, no, you say an al-mechia at the end of those, they learn Eretz Hifzika Indian. Since it says in the verse, Eretz, that splits it up and divides the, uh, the first list of the seven species and the fact that you have to say the blessing, the Birkas Amazan, after the food. Reb Gamliel, Nami Eretz Hifzika Indian. What is Reb Gamliel going to do with that? There is a word Eretz that should split it up. So how does he learn that the two verses are connected? He learns that he needs a, that someone that chews wheat, raw wheat, and he goes out and chews it and swallows it, he makes the blessing of, bar, of, of the regular Birkas Amazan. He has to do that. That's what he learns from that verse. Okay, the Gemara goes on. Amr of Yaakov Bar-Idi, Amr of Hanina. Yaakov Bar-Idi says in the name of Rebbe Hanina, anything that's of the five grains, the first blessing which you make before you eat it is and the blessing when you finish is going to be which is the Alamechia. Amr Rabba Bar Mari, Amr Bishuban Levi, Rabba Bar Mari says in the name of Bishuban Levi, Koshu Mishivas Aminim, anything from the seven species, Betchilam Avarech Bari Priya Eitz, the first bracha which you say before you eat it is going to be Ha Eitz, Lubasayf, and when you finish it, then you say Bracha Achas Mein Shalish, which is an Al Mechia. So Amr Abaya, Abaya says, Lerechtimi, my new Bracha Achas Mein Shalish, what is this Bracha that's one blessing corresponding to the three blessings? What's this blessing? Amr Lang, he said as follows, Aperi de Eitz, on fruits that come from the tree, you say as follows, Al Ha'etz. You say, of, of, the, of the tree, Val Priya'etz, and the fruit of the tree, Val Tnuvas Asada, and from the produce of the, of the field, Val Eretz Chemda Toivo Rechava, the land which is uh, like, like loved, cherished, or something like that, the Toivo, which is great, which is good, Rechava, and uh, like wide and open, Shinchat Lavetzenu, which we inherited from our fathers, Lechol Mi to eat from its fruit, to become full and satisfied from its goodness. Rachim Hashem, please Hashem, have mercy on us. Al Yisrael to have mercy on our nation. and on the city of Yushalayim. which is referring to the temple. and have mercy on the altar. Yushalayim, and that the Yushalayim, the city, should be rebuilt speedily in our days. and we should go up to there to Yushalayim, to Jerusalem. we should be happy with it, and we should rejoice with it. Since you Hashem are the giver of goodness to everyone. 
That is the blessing which we say, which we have a little bit of a different version, but it's the same idea. The chamesha samidim, now of the five grains, that was all on a fruit. Now of the five grains, what, what is the blessing which we say? It's as follows, you substitute ala mechia ala kalkala, which is, a, uh, what's, the, what's the translation of mechia? You don't have it there? Nourishment. Nourishment. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Fine. On the nourishment, Baal Kalkala, and what's that? That's also the sustenance. Uh, sustenance. Okay. Baal Sasada, and that's what, that was the produce of the field. And then you go through the entire, uh, uh, you know, the entire paragraph that we had just had before, Bechaisem, and you end off. The ending is, Al Aretz on the land, and on this. Um, uh, what was that again? On the nourishment. Oh, you didn't say that, but the eight's what the chosim is. Right. I mean, you could just say al ha what was that? Al ha eight. Al peros. Al Oh, it's one second. We're gonna see. Oh, we're gonna see a second. Oh, it's one second. That's what the words I'm talking about right now. Now michtam b'may chatam for the for the blessing of al eight, the one that we say on peros. How do you end off? What's the end of the blessing? So ki os revdimi. Now the gemara just gives a little background. When revdimi came. Amar Rav, Rav said, Chasim Bresh Chaydesh, on Bresh Chaydesh, in the middle of the Musaf blessings, which we say on Bresh Chaydesh, you say, Baruch Mekadesh Yisrael, Gerashi Chadashim. You say two things. That blessed is Hashem, the one that is that sanctifies the Jewish people, Gerashi Chadashim, and the new, the, the, the new month. So, Hachamai, over there that it says two, over here, what can you do? Can you say, what's the question? The question is, can you say, Al Ha'aretz Ba'ala Peres? Can you say the blessing of the land and of the fruits. Uh-huh. Meaning, just like we say in Rish Chaydesh, that we say the blessing of, on the Makadish um, Yisrael, on the sanctifying of the Jews, and of the new month, can we say also over here, on the land and on the fruits. Hachamais, Rav Chizda Amar, Rav Chizda says, Al Ha'aretz Val Peresel. What you say is, on the land and on its fruits of Eretz Yisrael. Rav Yechran Amar, Al Ha'aretz Val Peres. On the land and the fruits. So there's two different versions over here, of Chiza and Rabbi Yechanan. Apparently, both of them are okay with the fact that it's two things, that there's two um, um, things in this actual blessing. However, the first one, Rabbi Chiza learns that you say al on the land and its fruits, meaning the fruits of Eretz Yisrael, the fruits of Israel. And the second, Rabbi Yechanan, is of the opinion that you say al about the land, al and the fruits. Not necessarily Eretz Yisrael, but fruits in general. Amr of Amram, Sir of Amram says, and they're not arguing, halon, this that you say on its fruits is in Bavel, meaning if you're eating fruits in Bavel, then you say on Eretz Yisrael. You say al parasel, the halahu, and when you're in Eretz Yisrael, then you say al paris. So maskalar of Nachum that sounds backwards. Inu achli banan bevarchen. We're sitting in Bavel, we're eating fruits, and we should say the blessing for peres seho, which is referring to fruits of Eretz Yisrael. So ela epoch switch it. Rav Chizda Amar al Eretz val peres. Rav Yechonan Amar al Eretz val peres seho. Switch the opinions. Yomar was on. Amar of Yitzchak bar Avdimi. Rav Yitzchak bar Avdimi says, Meshum Rabbeinu, in the name of Rabbeinu. Al habeya on an egg, valmine kufra, and different kinds of meats. Betchilo mavarech shahakal. In the beginning, you say the blessing of shahakal. Lo besayif. And at the end, when you're finished, boyre nefashis rabbis, you say the blessing of boyre nefashis rabbis. Avayarka, however, vegetables life, then you do not say that. What is, Rashi says, Rashi explains, tzarech levruche, tzarech levruche, achorela. On vegetables, you do not have to say any blessing at the end. It means you eat the vegetables, you say your hadama, and that's it. There's no blessing afterwards. Rabbi Yitzchak Gamar, however, Rabbi Yitzchak says, Afilu Yarko, even the of, of vegetables need the blessing of Baron of at the end. Avomaya, however, if you drink water, then light. So Rabbi Yitzchak is of the opinion that water does not need any blessing after you finish the water. For Papa, however, if Papa says, Afilu Maya, you have to say Baron of Even on water, you have to make the blessing of Baron of Marzutra, 
Marzutra of Bedekir of Yitzchak Baradimi. Marzutra went ahead and did like Rav Yitzchak Baradimi that he did not say a blessing after he drank water. Rav Simi Barashi and Rav Simi Barashi of Bedekir of Yitzchak. Um, one second, I just mixed this up. No, the opposite. Rav Yitzchak Baravdimi. I'm sorry, Marzutra did like Rav Yitzchak Baravdimi. He only said after meat and fish, right? That only after meat and after fish. Meat and eggs, after meat and eggs. You say, uh, Okay, fine. And then Rav Simi Barashi did like Rav Yitzchak that on water, that even on vegetables he said Barinafashis and not on water. The Simonich, and to remember this, you can remember like this Chad Ketrei, Vetrei Kechad. Chad, which is Marzutra, which is one name, he's just Marzutra, is did like Rav Yitzchak Bar Avdimi, which is two names. Rav Yitzchak, the son of Avdimi, and the two, which is Rav Simi Barashi, he did like the one, which is Rav Yitzchak. That's a good way to remember. Okay. Now, the Gemara goes on. Amr Ravashi, Ravashi says, Ano zimna dechi midkarna avidna kuklu. At a time that I remember, then I do like everyone, which is that he even says that he says Barnafashis even on water. Um, Tysus speaks out over here. If you look at the top Tysus, Tysus says, anu This is what we do, Kiravashi. That we, after we drink water and after we have vegetables, we go ahead and we say, The Gemara goes on. Now we learned in the Mishnah. Anything that needs a blessing afterwards, So anything that's going to have a blessing afterwards, naturally, we'll have automatically in the beginning. However, there are some foods which need a bracha in the beginning, but does not need a blessing when you finish. So, that is coming, this is coming to exclude vegetables which you say in the beginning the bracha of Hadama, uh, yeah, and then at the end, you don't say any bar nefashas. And according to the opinion of Rav Yitzchak, that he's of the opinion that water does not need the blessing afterwards. Elder of Papa that says, even on water, you need to say a blessing afterwards, so what does this Mishnah coming? What's it coming to include? Lafuke. So the Gemara says, "My lafuke." It's coming to exclude mitzvahs. It's coming to exclude any mitzvah, any commandment which we make a blessing on that does not have a blessing at the end. That's what it's coming to exclude. What does that mean? If I pick up a lulav and I go ahead and shake it, I say a bracha, a blessing in the beginning, but I don't say anything at the end. Rashi explains. He gives a few examples here. When you take off your tefillin, you don't say a blessing. When you put it on, you say the blessing. When you take it off, you don't say a blessing. Tzitzis, the same thing. You put it on in the morning, or you put your talis on, you go ahead and say the blessing. When you take it off, you don't. Tzitzis, Shifer. When you blow the Shifer, you say it in the beginning before you blow it. When you stop, when you finish blowing, you don't say any blessing. And Lula, the same thing. When you pick it up, you make the bracha, you shake it. And when you put it back down, you don't make a blessing when you put it back down. So, that's what this Mishnah is coming to tell us. That anything that needs a bracha, there are some things that need a bracha before it, but not at the end. It's referring to all these different commandments, which need a blessing in the beginning, but not at the end. Lubnei Marav, like Mar asks, according to the Westerners, the Basar, the Masalki, Tfilayu, Mavarchi, that they go ahead, when they take off their Tfilin, they say a blessing. What do they say? They say, Asher Kedishanu, Bimitzvaisu, Lishmar Chukav, to watch Hashem's laws. So, according to them, how, how we understand, according to them, they do say a blessing at the end. So, what's this Mishnah coming to exclude? Lafuke Mai, Lafuke Rechani, anything that we smell, that we make a bracha on, you take some some uh, you know uh, um, some myrtle or some cloves or whatever it is, and you make the blessing to smell it. And you go ahead and smell it. When you're finished smelling it, you don't make a blessing afterwards. Unlike uh, all the other cases of, of of eating foods, which is interesting to note because Rashi gave a few examples over here. Rashi gave an example of tefillin, tzitzis, tkiyas shayfer, and lulav. The Gemara is picking on tefillin. 
that the Westerners, the people from the Marava, they went ahead and made a blessing when they took off their tefillin. Okay, so just say the other three cases. You get lulav, you have... Um, so Taisa speaks out this question. Um, I didn't look at it well enough. I think he ends off with a question. It's all at the end of the second Taisus. The last two lines in Taisus on the page. He says, Ukasha. These Western people that went ahead and said a blessing and they took off their tefillin, you could have just said that it's, this mission is coming to exclude every single other mitzvah in the Torah, that there's only a blessing in the beginning and there's no blessing at the end. So Taisa just leaves off with a question. Okay. Um, not interesting. I, feel, I see over here they bring down a different Taisa in Sukkah. Okay, fine. Not for now. All right, the Gemara goes on. Amar Ravyanai. Ravyanai says, Amar Rav, in the name of Rav. Anything that's the size, any food that's the measurement of an, of an egg, an egg itself has more nutrients and it's better to be eaten than any other kind of food, the same measurement of an egg. Ki asa Ravan, when Ravan came, Amar Tava Beyasa Migogalta, a lightly roasted egg is better, Mishita Kaisi. From six lug salta, from six lug of salt of, of fine flour, one lightly roasted egg is better than that. He asked Revdimi when Revdimi came, he said another thing. Omar, he said, Tava Beyasa a lightly roasted egg is better, Mishita, from six. I'm not sure what that means exactly. Hold on one second. I'm sorry, Mishita Matvisa. No, no, I'm not reading this right. Oh, he said like this. He added things on. A, a lightly roasted egg is better than six, I guess, um, I think it's still referring to the fine flour, mm-hmm. yeah. from six lug of the fine flour. Matvisa, if it's fully roasted, then that's better than four lug of this fine flour. And mevushalta, if it's boiled, then koshuhu, even, it's, then it's a little bit better. I'm sorry, then koshu kibeya, beya toiva haimenu lubar mi bistra. Then if it's boiled, then anything uh, comparable to it, meaning... Another food that's the same size of this egg, the egg itself, the boiled egg itself, will be better than that. Besides for meat, meat is going to be better. Okay. Now the Gemara goes on. Rabbi Kiva, I feel achal This is a quote from the Mishnah. The Mishnah said that Rabbi Kiva's opinion is that if even if you eat cooked vegetables and it fills you up, you say the berkas amazon when you finish. So the Gemara says now, is there anything possible to be cooked? Any vegetable that can be cooked? And you eat it, and it fully sustains you. So Amar Ravashi, Ravashi says, yes, shall krub shanu. And the stalks of cabbage, those can sustain like regular food. And that's why we make the blessing of Berkas HaMazayin when we finish that. Tan Rabbanon, the Gemara goes on, the Rabbanon learned, Tchol, spleen, is yafalishinayim. It's very good for the teeth. However, it's not good for the stomach. Kreshin, if you have leeks, is kashin lishinayim. It's not good for the teeth. However, it's good for the stomach. Kol chai, any raw vegetable, moirik, goes ahead and pales one's complexion. The chalkaton, maktin. Anything small which you eat, maktin stunts one's growth. The chol nefesh, anything that you eat whole, meaning you eat the whole thing, then meshiv, it, it uh, like revitalizes a person. It makes a person like become better. Meshiv uh, nefesh, it makes that, uh, that body, it makes that person... Um, yeah, better. The whole nefesh, anything that's close to nefesh, which is like the soul, which is life. What does that mean? That's meat that comes from the, the life source of an animal. Meshivas nefesh, that also sustains a person's body. Now, 
One second. Kruvlamazain, which is cabbage that one eats, I guess, to sustain himself. The Tardin Lerifua and beets that one eats to heal oneself. One second, I'm going to try to read this. Kruvlamazain, the Tardin Lerifua. What about these things? Oh, I guess it's. Um, no, I mean, oil of bias is another thing. Yeah. It's part of it. You read it together? It's part of the meaning. Uh, I mean, this cabbage for one's uh, sustenance or meaning for one's food. Beets are good for healing. Oh, that's what it is. Uh, okay, fine. I, I didn't get that. Fine. Crib, meaning kriblamazan. If you eat cabbage, then that's good, meaning it fills you up. Try then if you eat beets, then lorfua. It's healthy for your body. And then oil of bias, which is referring to one's stomach. Woe is to the stomach. Shalafasaiverus That turnips pass through it, meaning turnips are not good for a person's stomach. Fine. Now, the Gemara is going to go through each of these cases. Omar Mar, Mar learns like this, meaning it's a quote from this Bryce that we just had. Uh, the first thing is, Tchol yafal Spleen is good for the teeth. Ukashal and it's not good for the stomach. So, my takante. So, what's, the, what's the, the process of preparation that it should be good? Or how, how could you take the nutrients out of it? My takante. You should chew it and then spit it out. And you don't swallow it. You get... I guess somehow you pull out the nutrients or whatever it is, and then you spit the rest out, meaning don't stomach, don't swallow it, that it'll go ahead and hurt your stomach. Creation, which we said was these leeks. Caution Lishinayim, it's not good for the teeth. However, it's good for the stomach. My Takante, so how can you get it to your stomach without it going through your teeth? You should cook it until it becomes very soft, and then swallow it whole without chewing it. And then it gets to your stomach, so it's good for your stomach. However, it doesn't have to run through your teeth. Mar goes on, call yerek chai, any raw vegetable. Myrik makes someone's complexion pale. Amr Yitzchak, besudarishayna shel achar kaza. This is referring to the first meal that one has after he lets out blood. Amr Yitzchak, kol eichol yerek koydem arba shayis. So one that eats a raw vegetable before the fourth hour of the day, since that's the like that's like the, the time of the morning when one eats breakfast, his first meal. Also, the sapra many you should not go ahead and talk to anyone. My time, what's the what's the reason for that? Because it will go ahead possibly, and if you if another person smells it and he didn't eat yet, it'll be harmful for the other person since he didn't have his breakfast yet. By you, by him smelling your you know fresh veggies that you just ate, then it'll harm him. A person cannot go ahead and eat a raw vegetable before four hours into the day. They were sitting together. Someone brought before them some raw vegetables. And it was within the, fourth, the four hours in the morning. First four hours in the morning. took... These vegetables and ate them. Marzucha, however, Marzucha leachal, he did not eat. So Amrle, they said to Marzucha, my daitech, why are you not eating? The Amr of Yitzchak, is it because Rabbi Yitzchak says, Kala oichal yerek koydemar b'shoyis osul asapaimenu? Is it because that Rabbi Yitzchak says that you should not go ahead and eat because you shouldn't, um, you, can't, you won't be able to talk to anyone? Mishamrecha, because of the, that you're going to harm them. We are eating also, and we are eating and speaking together with you. So we're all eating together. So I'm a lehu, I know kiidach to Rabbi Yitzchak. I have an issue with the other thing that Rabbi Yitzchak says. Svirlei da'am Rabbi Yitzchak also la'adam sheichal yerechai kaidem arbashayis. That I hold like the other opinion, the other uh, memra that we have from Rabbi Yitzchak that says that you should not eat this before the four hours of the day. So again, there were two reasons why you shouldn't eat this: either because it's harmful for another person, or basically just said in general that you shouldn't do it. 
So the fact that they were all eating them together, wouldn't, there wouldn't be an issue of the first uh, thing that Rabbi Yitzchak said, which was that it'll be harmful to others. That's because they're all eating it, so it's not harmful for anyone. However, the other thing that Rabbi Yitzchak said, which was that just a person shouldn't eat that for the first four hours of the day, that's why Marizetra was not eating. Now the Gebar goes on, cotton makton, anything small, stunts a person's growth. Amr Afilu Barzuza, even a goat that is worth just one zuz, which is very small. Um, even that, you know, small a person should not eat. That's only if it didn't grow a quarter. If it grew a quarter already of its growth, then less lamba, then it's okay to go ahead and eat something that's small. Call nafesh, meshiv nafesh, anything, any uh, live, meaning something whole, goes ahead and like revitalizes the body of a, of a human. Amr of Papa, of Papa says, I feel gildeni de begili. Even these gildeni, which were found by the swamps, or whatever this is exactly. Okay. Call a car of lenefesh, meshevesenefesh, anything that's close to the soul, meaning the meat that's on an animal that's close to the place, his life source, that goes ahead and also revitalizes the. I'm sorry? That's what it is, it's by the neck. Okay, fine. So Amr of Achabar Yaakov, Rabbi Achabar Yaakov says, oh, Unka, there you go. The Gemara says, throat meat. Because that's by the place where the shechita was. So Amalei Rava Lashaymi. Rava said to his attendant, Ki maises li umtsu de bistra. When you go ahead and get me a piece of meat from the butcher, Tarach vaisli mehecha de makriv lebeibarach. Go ahead and be careful to get me from the source of its blessing, which is from the throat. Well, yeah, which is the place of the Well, that's what it is. I didn't realize that the beibarach, from the place where you made the blessing, which was the shechita that was made by the neck. Okay, interesting. Fine. Um, if one eats cabbage, then it's good for sustenance. Oh, that's, that's I'm sorry, it's kruv. Kruv, kruv, yeah. kruv. What did I say? Kruv? Yeah, kruv. You said kruv. Kruv. Oh, okay, fine. Kruv is good for um, for just you know for a meal for sustenance and vitradin and beets for uh, health purposes. So now kruv lamazan in it sounds like that cabbage is good for food. However, lerufua <laughs> for health purposes, light then it's not good. However, we learned in a brisa, shisha devarim. There are six things: merapinus achayla, heal a someone that's sick, mechalya from his sickness, verefua son refua, and his uh, healing is a healing. Ve'elohein, and what's that? Krub v'tarden u'meisisin. So the one says the first thing is cabbage. So we just said before that it's only good for food, but not necessarily good for healing. And here in the first list, the first thing on the list is going to be krub. Okay, let's just go through the brisa. V'tarden, which was beets. Mesisin Yavesh, they changed it over here to Yavesh, this cooked dry mint, uh, the keva, and I guess a stomach from an animal, I think it's referring to the heres and the womb, Yeseres HaKavit and the diaphragm, uh, all these things are good for uh, the healing process. Now, we see us, the question was that the first thing, which was Krub, we see that can heal. Ela Ema Krub Aflamazen, that Krub not only cabbage, not only can it heal, but it's also good for a regular standard food. Okay, the Gemara goes on. Woe to the stomach that bias over here, which means house, is referring to the stomach. Woe to that stomach which a uh, what do we have a turnip? I think it was uh, passes passes through it. So the Gemara says, "Any is this true?" Rava said to his attendant, "Ki lifta." When you see this turnip ashuka, don't tell me with what now are you going to eat your bread? Meaning, get me a turnip and. It seems like from here that turnips are good to eat. So what are you telling me that turnips should not be, uh, you know, woe to the stomach that a turnip passes through his heart, the, through his body. Amar Abayas, Abayas says, me bleed basar. That's referring to when it was not cooked together with meat. 
And it's referring to where it wasn't cooked together with wine. That's when it's not good. Rav Amar Rav says in Bibli Basar. That's when it's not when it's harmful when it's not cooked together with meat. That's when it's not cooked with um, when it's not cooked extensively. Fine with what? Rabbi Yechon says Bibli Yain without wine. Amarle Rava the Rav Papa Rava said to Rav Papa like this. Sudani, you beer brewer, meaning Rav Papa used to brew beer. Anan, meaning us, Rav is saying us, uh, Anan Tavrinan, we weaken the turnip, Bibistra, the Chamra, and with wine. Atun, the Leinofish Lechu Chamra, since you are only brewing beer and you don't have any wine, but my Tavrisula, how will you weaken this turnip to go ahead and eat it? So I'm lay, Bitsivi, I have wood, which I go ahead and burn, you know, I, I cook it. So Kihad de Bisu, Kihad de Papa, like the wife of Rav Papa, Basu de Mavashlala, after she would go ahead and cook the turnip, Tavrla betamnen ufe parsaisa. She would go ahead and weaken it even more with 80 large logs, meaning she would cook a fire like that to weaken the whole thing. Tanar Abana, the Gemara goes on, Dag katan maliach pa'amim shu mimis. There is a small fish that's salty, that sometimes that kills, that can kill a person, b'shiva, sometimes on the seventh day of the month, b'shiva asr, sometimes on the seventeenth day of the month, u'be'esr, b'shiva, sometimes on the twenty-seventh day. B'armi lo be'esr, b'shalash, some say it's the twenty-third day. Le'amara, and that's only ele b'matvi, b'loi matvi, that's if it's partially cooked. Ele matvi, shaper, less lumba. If it's cooked very well, then there's no issue. With the loy matvi shaper, and even if it's not cooked very well, loyamarn is not only said, it's not said that it can kill per- a person. El de shasa basre shechra. That's if there was no beer drinking after that. Awa shasa basre shechra less lamba. Then there's no issue if you go ahead and drink beer. Hashaysamayim letzamay. This is a quote from the mission. The mission said if a person drinks water because he's thirsty, la fuke mai. What's this excluding? Amar of idi bar oven la fuke leman de chankete. Umtza, someone that's being choked by a piece of meat, he can go ahead and drink water without making a blessing on it. Tarfan in the Mishnah had said that you make on water, the bracha is What's the law? Go see how people conduct themselves, which is, Rashi explains, that that was shahakal. So go ahead and make a shahakal on your water. Okay, stop over here.